welcome to another Awaken Your Relationships. Why? Because we either work things out or we act it out and we do it through our money, through our health, or through our relationships. What's so funny? I'm just laughing because what was going through my head was we are literally changing worlds every Thursday when we come together and we talk about this stuff. Including my own. <laughs> we are putting into the field the deepest truths about what it means to be a woman, what it means to be a human being in this day and age right now. And we're talking about the truth and it's coming back. I mean, even my husband was looking at, and I love him. I've been with him. We're celebrating our 20th anniversary um, in Hawaii in June, June 8th. So we've been, and we've been together like 29 years. And even him was like, you know what? You're weird. You're, <laughs> you're just weird. You know? Well, yes, I am. <laughs> I am because the truth is starting to come out about women and what women need and what the truth is about what's going on behind closed doors and what's going on in people's homes where no one can see. You know, women, if not, so you know, yes, a lot of men, um, but my interest is women. Uh, a lot of women have been suffering silent abuse in their own homes where they can't feel safe by people who say they love them, <laughs> by people who say they want to protect them and care for them. And even the greatest, you know, even the most kind and loving ones still a lot of times have their own underlying dark side, you know, that they do passive aggressiveness or manipulation or bullying you right. know and we suffer silently without saying anything because it's too dangerous to speak the truth we've been told not to speak the truth we've been told to um hide what's real about ourselves our saggy boobs or our um you know or the wrinkles or like even childbirth like it's amazing to me how much we don't talk about what happens during childbirth like it's amazing. I, I remember going i remember going to uh the next family baby shower and i was sitting there as one of my cousins and it's all this hairy fairy like oh yeah it's so beautiful i'm like there's nothing really beautiful about what happens to you in childbirth, like, yeah, the end result is beautiful, but it's like, holy crap in between. It's like, and I'm like, well, I get it. Like sometimes, you know, if you really knew what you were getting into, you may not want to get into it in the first place. But that's why after I was a kindergarten teacher and I, I you know, well, I think we might've lost Rita. Well, or I wanted to lock them in the bathroom and they'd be hiding under the table and I mean oh yeah. did I freeze did I freeze you, you did freeze okay yeah. am I better okay I'm better now so anyways yeah. after being a kindergarten teacher I knew what I was getting into and I decided not to have kids mm -hmm. <laughs> I said I know I now know what 28 monsters running around are like <laughs> well you know it's um I will say it's the best and hardest thing I've ever done. Right. You know, and, um, people who knew me younger, when they hear that I have four kids, they're like, you had children. Like they don't even understand how I wound up with children. And, uh, and so, but 
the whole piece in all this, because I truly believe that what happens is, is that, so you have your childhood and your siblings and your parents reflect part of what your soul is supposed to evolve, right? And then when you get married and you have kids, um, they, they unpack the next layer of how your soul's supposed to evolve. And certainly, you know, friends can do that as well, but it just, I, I gotta tell you, like when it goes to your children, it goes to a way deeper level, like, wow, you know, because they are you. And, um, and I, I had somebody ask me once, well, why is it that you didn't get divorced faster? And the reason I didn't get divorced faster was because I knew what would come down on me when I fully stood up. I kept trying to find a better way to do it. I kept trying to massage it. I kept trying to fix it. I kept trying to, and there was no fixing something that was reality. And so, and, and again, that's not good or bad, you know, it just is. And, and I also knew that I was no longer than in between, you know, myself, I, I was, my kids were then going to experience 50% of their world without me. And that brings you to a whole deeper level of surrender and trust and in, in things that you couldn't, you know, I talked to a, a friend yesterday who I've done Awaken Your Work Life with, and we were talking about how the fact that the stuff you didn't work out in your marriage, you are forced to work out in your divorce if you have children with those people. Because otherwise, the kids pay a major consequence because they're then stuck. And so... And it's not that you shouldn't leave if you're if you're drawn to leave, but it's also like the only option in my mind is you have to stand in your truth, you have to speak your truth and always do the most self-loving and self-caring thing. And because when your inside changes, then your outside changes, you know? And um, it's been fascinating to me when I've stood in my power, even from my physical body perspective, like, your third chakra is right above your belly button. And physiologically, that part of my body has always stuck out, always. And that is representative that I gave my power away to other people, that I didn't stay in a empowered state. And it's been fascinating to me, particularly over the last two months, how, wow, my spine's starting to straighten back out. It's not arched really far forward. And I can, I can walk and I feel like I'm in my power. It's like right below my rib cage is all pulled in. It's not squeezing out. It's really fascinating to me how when the energy of you staying in an empowered state and speaking your truth and telling your truth and allowing people and the universe and God, whatever you want to call it, support you. And it's funny. I'm a doer. And I try to block and tackle and fix and do and, and I just really know that I'm not supposed to at this point. Every time I try to like um, do something to create the tomorrow I want, I go, you know what, let me, that's me trying to fix it again. In my world, that's me trying to fix it. There's nothing to be fixed. It is what it is. 
Because the fix it part's the codependency piece. That's the thing that, that people will have a hard jump making because, you know, on intellectually, we know it is what it is, but emotionally, we still think that there's a lot of drama going on, you know, that it's not unfolding perfectly. So many women end up in conflict because they keep telling themselves everything's fine, but they feel like the world's crashing down on them. Mm -hmm. Right. How do you, how do you reconcile those two? Can you say that again to me? Because here's what happened to me when you were talking and, and anyone who's watching, this will happen to you too. When you can't really fully absorb it, your, your brain literally checks out. So that's exactly what happened to me when you were saying it. So I need you to say it again, because some part of me didn't want to hear what you just said. <laughs> say it again. Of course. And thanks for being so, so generous. Um, many times we feel split in two because our minds tell us one thing and our bodies tell us something else. Oh, very much so. Right. And there ends up a lot of shame because our body's reacting in a way that doesn't match what we know to be true. Right. And that conflict between your body consciousness and your brain consciousness um, creates a lot of conflict inside of you and keeps you from being able to tell the truth until it's so painful that there's nothing else you can do. And we're looking to um, shortcut that. Right, so for me, um, the more I've been able to feel into my body, because our bodies are smarter than our minds. And I talk about this in my last book, Awaken Your Wealth, that, um, but we've ignored our bodies for such a long time. So like we, we numb our bodies through food, alcohol, smoking, you know, pick whatever it is. Like we numb our bodies so that we can't even get in tuned with our body intelligence. So for me, I had to really like my, my boyfriend pointed out to me yesterday, there was a lot of um, conflict that arose yesterday within my family unit. And, um, and we were supposed to go do this healthy thing yesterday morning and go to get these IVs with magnesium and, you know, all this good stuff to help our immune systems. And instead I was like, you know what? I really just want to go. Can we just go to yoke and go sit outside and have a nice breakfast? And, and later on the day he pointed out to me, so I find it very interesting that you had all that conflict that came up yesterday and your safe place was just to go eat and go sit outside at a patio as opposed to do, not that you didn't have to eat. And I, and I still ate healthy. It's not that I was sitting here eating pancakes, you know, or something, but it was interesting in how I wanted to numb my body knowing and what's been happening to me over the last couple of weeks is that I was telling you earlier, my third eye, my, my head is, and it's like, what do I not want to see? But I'm like, okay, I'm ready to see. I'm ready to be shown what it is that I am not seeing. And, um, and I've, I've started to build that muscle to trust. Like, I know that that's my third eye and I know that I'm not seeing it. So like, how does that, you know, then play its way out? And, and I went to acupuncture actually to open that up. And, and literally things opened up and I saw more and I was like, oh, these are the next layers. And, um, and my body was telling me that I wasn't looking at something. 
like for two weeks, my body was like, and I kept doing energy work around it and everything. And it wasn't until I went and did acupuncture and went really deep with it, with the needles. Like she literally put needles like right here, um, right by my eyeballs. And, and I was like, oh my God, what am I doing here? And, and I resisted it the whole time I was on the table. That's even the funnier thing that I was, I could tell my body was resisting. And normally I go into acupuncture and I just totally relax and I'm totally chill. And not this Tuesday, this Tuesday, I was like feisty chick wanting to get off the table and get me the hell out of that office. And, um, and it was very interesting as I surrendered into it, then lots unpacked this week, lots, 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 lots. And so how do people, um, it's funny. So I'm talking, which is how I distract myself. This is really interesting to do this live with you. So what's your question again? That's even more funny. This is how we do it. I am so glad this is illustrating to people because this is my disassociation to not dealing with whatever question that you asked because I can't even like literally mentally remember it. Right, and it's hilarious because I already see the answer, but I'm gonna ask the question anyways. (laughs) This is good for people to see because I know it's happening to more than just myself. Oh yeah, oh no, absolutely. Disassociation is one of the main ways, it's one of the earliest ways that we cope with reality. And it's one of the sneakier things too, because it, it, disassociation gives you, it's almost like going into a state of shock and you're a little bit numbed and a little bit cushioned and you could spend your whole life in disassociation. Right. You know, but the cure to disassociation is um, physical connection. So one of the things I was asking was, and you answered it, how do you bridge between the intellectual, there's nothing going on, everything's fine, and the physical, oh my God, my life is going to hell in a handbasket any second, and I need to just grit my teeth and get constipated. Yeah, so... My mind, it's like your monkey mind. When you try to reason it out and it goes, the energy goes straight up to your head and then you go into anxiety about what about this? What about this? You know, and I'm grateful. I have a boyfriend that constantly says to me going, get out of your head. We're just here in love, having fun. Get out of your head. And, and then he put, then that puts me back into my physical body. And because that, that hasn't been a normal thing for me because I am a thinker and I reason things out. I'm highly educated. I've had so much schooling. It's like almost nauseating. And so to get out of that thinker mode is not easy because we, that's how we've been trained in our society to go there. And so um, I do this and also teach clients this, that I have them actually close their eyes and take a deep breath in because the breath creates space to then land in their body. And I notice I naturally do that. And um, I've been told that I better watch what I say. And that's what's going on with me in this session today, because I've been threatened to watch what I say, don't do this, because I'm coming after you. And so this is what's happening in my disassociation and to me, it's still about speaking my truth, but also holding a safe space for what needs to rise to rise. It's a balance between those two worlds. So there's 
a hack for all of this. So um, what happens is when you go into shock or disassociation is you're actually in your fight or flight mode. So you're back in that panic. You're back in the survival mode. It's just one of the stages of it. It's just one sure. of the, the ways. So disassociation is just a little ping, you know, that comes up and says, oh, would you look at that? I'm in fight or flight. So many times I coach people that when they notice that to go back to their sense of taste, mm. to do something that is very flavorful, that's very distracting and very pleasurable. So that's what I did by going to the restaurant yesterday. Yes. You got back into the flow of living life. You got into the sunshine. You got some tastes, you know, you got I just was in my happy place. I went to my happy place. And that's exactly what you're supposed to do when you're yeah. When you're in fight or flight, the answer is not out there. The answer is, wow, I'm really stressed. Maybe I'll go enjoy a morning where I can just relax and my body can feel nourished and good. And well, and all I wanted to do was, and I said this to my boyfriend, I go, you know what? Can I just pull a fast one on you? I'm like, I want to completely change gears. I'm like, my happy place right now would be like, I just want to go sit outside and have a beautiful breakfast. Yeah. and be at yoke and just go do this. And so I'm, I thank you for that because there was shame coming up in that process of like, I went to eat, right? I could, I could hear it like, oh yeah, you, you know, you're doing it again. That's always how you solve all your problems is you just eat and ignore it. You know, that I even got one of my field, I love corned beef hash, which, <laughs> but I was like, so what? It has potatoes and peppers and onions and- <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the guilt is what causes us to yeah. go for the simple sugars, which are quick, fast, dirty, you know, and the stuff that leaves us feeling like garbage. But if we let go of the guilt around us going to our happy place, then we make good choices and you get like really good. Yeah, old. I sat through somebody's seminar once and they talked about that, that they completely have a milk allergy, but they are one of their things that they love is putting cream in their coffee and sitting outside and reading whatever at that moment in time. So she refused to give up cream in her coffee because that's her happy time. And she said she was fascinated by, and she has a severe reaction to milk and dairy products. She never has a physical reaction to her cream in her coffee ever. But if she ate cheese, if she drank a glass of milk, if she did anything else any other time that doesn't have that level of happiness and joy, her body blocks it. But when she has the happiness and joy piece because she really enjoys it, so it's vibrationally wherever it is that you're at at that time, that's how your body processes it. Mm -hmm. So the, the answer is always, when, when people talk to me, oh my God, how am I gonna solve this problem? The answer for me is like, well, you need to go to the spa, don't you? <laughs> you need to come in for a massage and see. Yeah. You know, one of the fun things is since we've been opening up again with the pandemic is I've been able to see um, see women that I haven't seen, you know, for a little while and show them the new tricks that mm -hmm. I've got in self-healing. And I, I, I created this healing space with vibration and, and smell and sound. And it's a whole like making a really good pasta sauce or making a really good soup, you know, that it comes together. And the emotional healing that happens 
because I'm able to help them and support them physically to get into a happy place, lets them go deeper in releasing their emotions. Um, and you know what, here's the thing that I want to illustrate to people because we, we labeled this today about um, speaking your truth, telling your truth, like be in your truth. You can't get to a deeper place in your healing process unless you do. Like, like you need the massages, you need your happy places, you need all these things. When you allow yourself and accept your truth to come to the surface, no matter whose feelings it hurts, no matter who's trying to shut you up, no matter what, you have to be in your truth. And there's grieving that happens in that because you've probably held it back for a really long time because it doesn't usually start with the person that you're speaking the truth to today. It's probably layers of people over time that it's become a habitual pattern in how you respond to the world. Right. And it's built up all the toxins of those suppressed feelings. They build up and they make you sick. Yep. Um, when I, I got recently the second of my vaccines and I had a, a, a strong ranch and it triggered my period. And actually for a lot of young women, that's what it's been doing is, uh, is that it's been triggering their period. And I was talking to my husband and he's like, well, it's literally changing your DNA. You know, it's, li it's literally going in and changing your DNA. And when we go into our happy place, when we're stressed, we are literally going into our DNA and changing it. We're flipping the switches for health and happiness and joy. And the right. more time you spend in that place and out of the freaked out poking and prodding and needles and your body doesn't want to keep being offended like that. Right. It wants to be nurtured like it's right. supposed to be right. so that it can flower. Right. You know, like a hibiscus or something. <laughs> That's beautiful. And you know what? We don't know what other layers are going to unpack. We don't know. You know, I think about financially, there are so many things in flux right now that it's just about creating space for yourself. You know, I talk about in the financial world, like create space by having enough money in a savings account, you know, so that no matter what transition happens, that you have enough space to move and people go, well, I don't have much money to be able to do that. I'm like, going, hey, something's better than nothing. You only have your reality. You have to start with your reality because that's all you have. There is nothing else. And the same, and, and so all of this is truth telling. All of this is like really saying, okay, I'm willing to look at what my reality is. And I'm willing to speak most importantly to yourself about the truth of that. And then stop lying lying. Yep, we have to stop lying to ourselves that we're okay. We're not right. Okay. We're, we're, we're struggling, we're suffering, we're overwhelmed, we're depressed, we're anxious, we're getting divorced, our relationships are crap, our kids are, are being traumatized. Yeah. Um, you know, all of this is happening. We are not okay. Right. We have got to change the system that has kept us sick. Right. And the way we do it is by going and having breakfast on a sunny patio. <laughs> exactly cream in your coffee and meditating in a park that we should be spending 80% of our time doing. And only 20% of our time is the fruit of that yeah. nourishment. Absolutely. No doubt. 
hands down. You have to go. I do. Well, thank you. I am grateful for this conversation today and I hope we gave many others the courage to step into their truth and where it is that they really truly want to be in their world because healing starts when you start to just put it out there. Yeah. And if you want to speak your truth around money, go to Julie around your relationships or your past, past trauma, you know, or just the vague sense of anxiety or depression or disassociation, or I've been working with um, kids lately too. Can you imagine the pivot we can make it working with adolescents? Which actually reminds me, like you had mentioned to me last week that you do would do a circle, you know, with, and I am going to take you up on that with me and my kids, because it's about creating the new, you know, um, environment and, and healing circle. And um, because to me, it's like, I keep, fighting, if you will, all the things that I think are not healthy for them. And it's like, I gotta, I gotta just let that all go. I just need to expose them to what I want to create. And, and actually that's been one of the gifts that my ex-husband has given me because he's doing exactly that. He's not hung up on um, the fight anymore. He's just like, Hey, I got this, 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 and this is what I want to create for him. Now, I don't necessarily agree with all those things, but okay. So I need to start to do that with my kids and have them really um, be in alignment, not even alignment, just expose them. And then they make their own choices. Like it's okay. Cause they'll all go different directions. Yeah. I'd be happy to do that in person too. Cause we can create that a beautiful great. environment that keeps everybody chill so that they can say what they're really thinking and feeling without worry you know, yeah. that it's going to land bad or there's going to be repercussions. So, you know, we can create a beautiful space where um, people can be honest with each other. Well, and I look forward to that. That'll be beautiful. Okay, well, let's let's look at doing it within the next couple of weeks then if you want. Awesome. Sounds perfect. All right. All right, everybody. Have a great week. Bye. Bye.